On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Friday, November 6, 2000. And 20. I am your host, Detroit Sports Editor Nolan Bianchi. Today, as always, I've got longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith. Ethan, what's going on? How's it going? Uh, it's going. Happy Friday. It's good happy, to be Friday. Uh, I'm very happy it's Friday. It's This week has felt like an eternity. Uh, most like any other week. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like That's not special to this week. This is how I feel every single Thursday night when we sit down to do one of these things. I'm just, I'm just very happy the week's about to be over. But I got to work yeah. Saturday and Sunday as well. So, I mean, you know. Okay, well, okay. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's all his life. Yeah. Um, is it more fun? Is it fun things or is it a... Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of. It's just like blogging games for the news. So, Michigan on Saturday, Lions on Sunday. Uh, so, depending on how you look at it, depending on if Michigan... Like, if the team I'm watching is doing good, then it's fun. But if they suck, it's like no fun, you know? Right. I mean, Boardman so, gets paid. You got to do what you got to do. Boardman gets paid. You watch those sports and That's get paid for it. I know. I know. I'm certainly not <laughs> complaining at all by any means. Uh, it's a good life. It's also a how do you feel about a Friday? We're, we're taking it back to the standard uh, edition of how do you feel about a Friday? We each have got two questions about the Red Wings, two questions about hockey in general, and then two questions about pretty much anything we will not waste any time today ethan why don't you lead us off your first question how do you feel about it friday oh into it okay all right we're jumping into it how do you feel about uh little Caesars arena if it was named by like a sponsor like belfort or amway because like people were people complain about little caesars like jerks complain about it's little obviously it's gonna be little caesars you know what's funny is like i wait i I want to expand it to like uh kroger or like meyer as well (laughs) i (laughs) there's a i mean like there's a certain like hierarchy that comes with uh like these types of names and i think food names are always like kind of right around the average uh a, a one that's bad that I'm thinking off the top of my head. I think it's the, uh, I think it might be in Louisville or something like that. It's called like the KFC Yum Arena or something like that. Uh, it, I know the New Orleans Pelicans have like the uh, Smoothie King Center. Like, so those, I, I actually don't, I think that uh, like <laughs> restaurants are like kind of in that middle ground. It's when you get into like the weird things like Amway, like Amway is a literal pyramid scheme uh so like that how did that happen expand on that please what do you mean expand on that some people might not know no it's like a known thing except for the people who work for amway then they think it's their gateway to making a bunch of money it's basically it's like, like the classical it's like the, ones. yeah no i mean like there's no shame in getting wrapped up in a multi-level marketing scam we've all done <laughs> it at least once but no yeah it's like it, it's it was like the last couple decades version of the people on Instagram who were like, Oh my goodness, for years, I could never find uh, anything to help me lose weight. But then I bought this tea DM me ladies, you know, like those types of things. It's like the, it's the previous 
version of that. But all in all, I think as a, uh, to take it back to your original question, I think Little Caesars Arena, as far as like a food entity, I think it's like a, a pretty solid name for an arena, especially because it is so iconic to Detroit in itself and Mike Illich and all that other stuff. I think it's a good, it's a good name. I know. I like it too. Your turn. Um, the captaincy situation next season. Now we all assume that Dylan Larkin is going to be the next captain of the Detroit Red Wings. He had an A on his jersey last year. The other two guys to wear an A in 1920, Franz Nielsen and Justin Abdelkader. How do you feel about how the the uh, let's let's just do the assistant captains. Let's say two or Ooh. three assistant captains. Let's Ooh. keep Larkin out of it because he's a shoe in for either an A or a C. It's just a matter of time before he gets a C. <laughs> um, I will. I'll go with. Brunch. Here we go. Um, off the top of my head, uh, Bertuzzi's one of them, for sure. Um, I don't know if Mantha's. Um, I don't think Mantha is. Uh, but uh, it's going to have to be a defenseman, uh, Ronick. Really? All the young guys yes. right away? You just give yes. it to them? Yep, that's what it's going to be. It's going to – what? Who, who else? Nielsen, Nielsen, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, Nielsen might get a back. Oh. Glenn Denning might get one. Uh, I think – I think. yeah, I, I don't know where he ranks within that, but he, like, had the A some nights, so I could see it just being a – solid transition into him wearing it full time. But uh yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be I, I do agree that Bert eventually is going to get one. I don't know if it'll be this year. Uh but yeah I guess you raise a good point that outside of that it's like who else yeah really would. Yeah. I mean I maybe like Bobby Ryan. Ryan. I think Bobby Ryan could be like a dark horse. If, like just to wear it some nights I think. Ooh, I like it. Only on away games. Yeah, <laughs> why? Why just away games? I don't know. They did that with somebody this year. They were switching alternates around a lot. Yeah, some guys had it on home game or like you know every whatever ten games. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all right, you're you're up next. Um, the Red Wings being the first team out of all major Detroit sports to be competing for a championship. I think, that's, I think that's a, that? 1000% obvious. I, because if you look at it, like not only do they have the best general manager, but they also have, they, the, them and the tigers bottomed out at the same time. And I think they'll climb to contendership a lot faster than the tigers. So how long do you think the tigers are going to be the way they are? Well, I think tigers I don't are going to start taking, I think tigers are going to start taking a step forward either uh, the upcoming season or the season after that. Like, I think they can, They'll they'll start to be in the mix, uh, probably two years from now. Not so not this upcoming season, but the year after that, if I were to guess. Um, okay. But they were hanging they were hanging around in there this year too, which is and I'm gonna go on a quick side sidetrack here. Sidetrack it, baby. I think uh, the the Tigers played a shortened season this year, sixty games, which is like two fifths of what they usually do. That's and, too many. They played really well. Like there was a, they were like in the hunt, forty games in, and I think that that's just kind of like a thing with teams that are really bad. Like they finished third from the bottom, they're going to have the third draft pick. But uh, I think a limited sample size benefits obviously uh, worse teams because it's less time for the law of averages to kind of take into effect. So I think if there's a shortened season this year, 
I think the Red Wings, where they finish, is going to be really, really interesting. Because I think that there's, you know, you see this a lot with some teams who end up bottoming out or not bottoming out, but finish as a lottery team when they start off super hot and then it turns out to be a fluke. So I think that uh, the Red Wings, a shortened season will help them. But to take it back to your actual question, uh, Lions, (laughs) Pistons just kind of started, like Pistons just admitted that they were rebuilding are going into a rebuild uh, this past season when they traded Andre Drummond. And then the Lions uh, are still stuck in purgatory as they have uh, for the last decade. And there's going to be some serious tearing down and building back up that's going to happen before they can compete for a playoff spot. So long answer short, it's the Red Wings, number one. Cool. Uh, My last question, how do you feel about it Friday? I think – that out of Mantha, Larkin, and Bertuzzi, Anthony Mantha will be the first player to not play for the Red Wings. How do you feel about it? Well, he just signed a four-year deal. Um, I guess I really wouldn't know what Eisman thinks of more, uh, I guess you would say power forwards than somebody that goes more gritty guys like Bertuzzi. Mm-hmm. Mantha's got that goal scoring ability. Um, I guess if you're, if I, the only thing I can model Eisman off of is the Tampa Bay team. And besides yeah. the fourth line, it's just well, a bunch of studs. Okay. Uh, let's, let's think about this though. Like from a different standpoint, like Dylan Larkin's never going anywhere. I, I think he'll like, I, I can safely say I feel right now that Dylan Larkin will be the last person to leave the Red Wings if he ever does leave the Red Wings. Anthony Mantha just signed a four-year deal. He signed a four-year deal because Steve Eisman didn't want his contract to end in the same year as Dylan Larkin's, which means to me that Tyler Bertuzzi is probably going to get four years starting or more than four, four years or more starting next year so that uh, his contract doesn't line up with either of those two guys. And then you look at it from the standpoint of, okay, if they don't, if they're never going to get rid of Larkin, which I think uh, right now is probably the safest assumption out of those three. And if you look at it and just say, well, Mantha's contract is going to be up first. He's going to be 30. He's going to probably be able to get paid because he has a lot of good years left in the NHL. And I think that he, I, I think that there's a chance that his production raises to a level that uh, he'll be looking to get paid in a way Steve Eisenman won't be willing to pay him. And I think especially because of the fact that the he took a discount this time around, I just see it being possible for him to him to him to be the first one to either move on in free agency or also uh, be a trade candidate either. Because out of those three guys as well, I think he nets the highest return. Did you ask me that just to give me your take on it? No. But that's what I was. That's my line joking. No, I know, I know. You just talked for a lot longer than me. Ah, maybe that was my take on it. But no. (laughs) (laughs) Um. eh. You can we do? We need to start doing long-term bets and writing these down. Yeah, and then have like a scoreboard. We bring up a lot of hypotheticals, and I think it'd be fun. Well, that's what. How do you feel about a Friday? Is it's all hypotheticals. Um, I'm saying Larkin's not untouchable and, um, I'll say Bert's the first one gone. I think that, I think that's a possibility too. I think there's a possibility that they don't get a deal done next year. I mean, 
I don't think it's likely, but I guess anything is possible. And now that the other two have already been signed, it's kind of playing the odds that they won't come to an agreement. So lots to see here. Uh, we are about to move it into the other hockey related question, but first I got to talk to you guys today about built go. Uh, whether it's physical or whether it's mental, we all face walls every single day. Ethan, what is your wall? What, what, what point in the day do you think to yourself, I just can't go any further? Uh, it's usually when I'm stuck in traffic on the way home. Um, it's usually bumper to bumper, so I actually can't go anywhere. I think it's a good wall. Yeah. It's, all, you know, it's not a brick wall, but it's a no. car wall. Yeah, and it's a mental wall. As well, and I'm sure that you're sitting there thinking to yourself, "I don't want to do work when I get home. I, I I don't have the energy." But then all of a sudden, you remember that I gave you that box of Built Go last week. You reach into your center console, and you take it in that nice ounce and a half easy package. You can put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Uh, but you, you're gonna take. You're gonna go home, do some laundry, cut the grass, whatever, whatever it may be, whatever your wall is. Break the leaves. Built Go. Combines energy gel with collagen protein to help get you through it. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast. Plus, it's easy on the stomach. It's loaded with all the good stuff to ignite my work. It's like a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with the third of the caffeine and much, much better results. They've got three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. Do not miss your chance to try one of those out. Go to BuiltGo.com right now and use a promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Segment two here back at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. It's a how do you feel about it Friday. We're moving in to the hockey-related questions here. Uh, I will kick us off. You let us off in the Red Wings round. Ooh. How do you feel – about Alex Ovechkin finishing his career in the KHL because it came out today that he said he kind of would like to possibly go back there and play a couple of years uh, in his hometown before he's all said and done. How do you feel about it? He's come out and said that he doesn't think he's going to break Gretzky's record. Like he, 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 he said like, I don't know if I'm going to play that long. Yeah. That makes a hey, do whatever you want to do. I see. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a very strong possibility. And I almost imagine, I almost think that that is what's going to happen. I don't I know, think I, he's going to come close to that record. I might play like another two or three more years, probably be like 150. Yeah. But it's, I mean like three hey, more first or second round exits. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Thanks for coming. I got my yeah. cup. I'm going to go be yeah. a God that's, in that's Russia the big for thing. three years. That's the big thing is, yeah. uh, he got his cup. So I think that makes it a lot easier to go. And I, and I almost like think it kind of in my head, like if if you have a ring and you're like from a hockey hotbed like that, like the KHL is the second best league in the world. And so it's not like you're going over to a, a terrible league. Like you're going to a really good league with a really good following and you're going to be a superstar in your home country for the first time, which be a God. Yeah. And then, and and after the his spending his whole career in Washington, like the return of the prodigal son, uh, is he the best Russian hockey player ever? Without a doubt, I he's think one of the best. I, he's one of the best hockey players ever. Period. Yeah, I know. Well, I, definitely one of the definitely definitely the best. Definitely the best Russian. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Take us uh, to your next question. 
All right. Uh, did not exit out of it. Here we go. Back. Oh, not the right note. And bang. How do you feel about the one and only Roni V pushing back the beginning of the season? And would you be down with another early summer? I think uh, I didn't. I didn't mind the summer hockey as much as I thought it would. And actually, I think going in, that wasn't really my concern about the whole about the whole thing. Uh, actually, no, I, I was pretty hard against uh, summer hockey. I'm pretty sure that that might be correct. I can't remember, frankly. All right, all right. Uh, but Cal- hi- hypothetically, hypothetically, in this year. All right, Skip Bayless. If that were to happen. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I mean, I think it's almost it's almost a guarantee at this point. And I think after what we watched this summer, I think definitely being summer did not take away from the game at all. And uh, I'm for it. I, I'm certainly not against it. All right, my next question is, how do you feel about street hockey? One of the uh, classic pastimes of uh, – of me growing up, uh, you can use a ball. You can use one of those like pucks that weighs like half an ounce. Uh, whatever your whatever your weapon of choice is, uh, I think back to just shooting on my friends in the street and car and things like that. And it's a good time for me growing up. It was a blast. I remember one time you and I were we both had sticks and we had a puck. This is the first time we ever hung out. Was it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No way. And yeah. we, okay, so we literally and then your mom brought home pizza. Like, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So we literally stood about a house apart, and we would sauce the puck as hard to each other as we possibly could. And if it looked like it was going to hit you, you weren't allowed to move. And if you moved, yeah. you lost. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure we used a real puck, too. Yeah, we did. Good times. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. And you know what I really remember about that day is the fact that your mom brought home pizza and then I ate and immediately left. I was like, thanks for the pizza, ma'am. And my mom was like, that's really rude. And I've thought about it ever since. Oh, wow. I I didn't even know that happened. Yeah. Well, of course you didn't, but I, you know, I'm sure your mom didn't hold it against me. I'll ask her next time I see her. All right, cool. Uh, Wrap us up with the hockey section of how do you feel about a Friday? Um. You remember that puck and player tracking technology that they said was going to be a big hit, but then they really didn't do much with it in the yeah. playoffs? Mm. Um, how? No, I don't. You don't remember it? Okay, yeah. well, that's even better. Well, they said they were going to come out with it. They showed, like, oh, this puck was going 30 miles an hour. He was skating it 26 miles an Basically hour. Basically what the NFL does with, like, yes. their next-gen stats. No yeah. commercials. Okay. How 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 do you feel about it? I think it'd be cool. It's like like some of it though. Like I'm kind of into it, but some of it is like a load of shit. Like the baseball, the exit velocity and stuff like that. I I just <laughs> I don't I don't really buy that. That's 100 percent accurate. And uh, some so of we the put stuff, a chip in the ball, and the yeah, ball tells us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, like dude. it's like you really like that technology. It must be crazy expensive. Like, how are you determining this? I'm not saying it's wrong, but uh, I don't trust it. So I, I think the only thing I would really trust was like the skating. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like that would already be something that they can already do pretty easily. No, like Let's get a radar. Hey, here's point A, here's point yeah. B. How long did it take him to get there? Now let's extrapolate that to miles per hour. And math. And there's your answer. 
Dude, it's re- I, I honestly think it's really easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like for a smart person, that's, right, that's right. the whole thing. You know, I should clarify all the things that I think it, I always say a lot of things like they should be able to do that or why is that difficult? And I don't mean for me, I mean for smart people. So I just want right. to clarify Okay, that. that's cool. I'm very judgmental of what smart people choose to figure out and not figure out with their brains that I don't have. So uh, that wraps up the hockey portion of how do you feel about a Friday? We're moving in to the everything else section where all bets are off. But first I got to talk to you guys today about built bar. That's right. This is a protein bar and it's the best tasting protein bar on the market, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar folks. I'm tired of saying it. It's the best way to start your day. It's the best way to prolong your day. You don't feel good. You're, you got those, uh, the tummies rumbling. Instead of heading down to the vending machine, picking up like, uh, you know, those soft cookies on the bottom row. I like to go in for the Pop-Tarts. I would always go for the Pop-Tarts in the vending machine. But no longer, friends. No longer. It's been about a year since I had my last Pop-Tart out of a vending machine. Because I have Built Bar now. Built Bar fills me up. 19 grams of protein gives me like uh, only 150 calories. Most of the time, only four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. It's amazing. And even if you're not a big workout guy, like I'm not a big workout guy, but I use it to lose and maintain weight because the protein that I get from it at the expense of the calories I do, it's basically like working out. And of course, if you know, if you do have a good healthy diet and exercise outside of that, that's all the more reason to get yourself into a built bar and help uh, accentuate those efforts. Right now, when you go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on, you'll get 20% off of your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. What a great deal. <laughs> Just unbelievable. All right, final segment of the day here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I'm here with Ethan Smith. I am Nolan Bianchi, uh, and we are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. We're moving into the everything else section. Ethan, why don't you lead us off? Uh, sports cars. How do you feel about them? Sports cars? Sports cars. Uh, I like them. Fast cars. I like them a lot. I think like that would be my dream car. I'm not into like... Uh, Kind of like big cars. You know how I feel about trucks. Uh, if you don't, just go back to How Do You Feel About It Friday edition one. Uh, that was when I decided that How Do You Feel About It Friday was work be- was going to work because I got so emotionally wrapped up in that conversation we were having. But to bring it back to sports you know cars, I'm, I'm all, I am all over the place today, and I apologize to you and the listeners. <laughs> you, know, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go into a parking lot together in my truck and then i'm gonna give you the wheel and i'm gonna say park in that parking spot and then you're gonna pull in and then i'm gonna have you park in another one by backing it in and then you'll understand i mean that's not the only thing that pisses me off about pickup trucks like there's (laughs) there's a bevy of of reasons why i hate them because people but, are jerks uh, at them, huh? You and yeah, your tiny car much, get nervous when there's and they're a like, behind you. They're like, oh, all six inches of snow outside, and all of a sudden everybody forgets how to drive. It's like, <laughs> well, literally, what is your problem? I've seen people like that in SUVs, too. Okay, it's same thing. But, like, it's always the truck people. Dude, 
dude, when you had your sedan and you were driving down I-75 or M-59, whatever highways you like to frequent. Okay. And you're going along at like 40 miles below the speed limit because the conditions are bad and you're mm-hmm. trying to remain alive. Okay. And then all of a sudden you see a pickup truck with no regard for what anybody else is trying to do in terms of staying alive and just going 75, 80 miles an hour down the highway because they can. Yeah, they can. That's infuriating. Yeah, but they got no regard for anybody else. <laughs> well, you got to move out of the way quickly. Why, why, do you hate, down. why do you hate an inanimate object for asshole I don't, people? I don't. I don't. I hate the asshole people and the inanimate object. Why do you hate the inanimate object? It's not, it's, the, it's, not that, it's not the truck's fault that it can do things. Because if you don't like peanut butter and you don't like jelly, you're probably not going to like <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. It doesn't. That's the perfect analogy. People built something that you could put stuff in and then drive it somewhere, and it's got four-wheel drive. You ever see somebody, okay? and then all, and then you see them get into, like, uh, 1992 Dodge Dakota, and you're like, I knew it. Yes. Okay. All the time. Exactly. <laughs> or, or they or they have the or or like you see somebody and then they get into a truck it says like cummins diesel on the side oh yeah and you're like oh yeah i knew it <laughs> i was just go ooh, nice no that's a nice people. truck there yeah. yeah i know no no offense to any of the listeners who drive trucks i'm not i you're, drive you're a truck. all great don't, people yeah don't get any don't be you know offended yeah uh all right don't not listen is it my turn or your turn Oh, I like it's my turn. To, to answer your Sport. question, I like sports cars. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. My first one is bowling. How do you feel about it? Overrated. It's so overrated. It's good for like a game. I have to put shoes on that other people wear. I have to put my fingers and holes and balls that other people have used. What's wrong with that? Now, <laughs> now that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I just think it's weird and it's just like, you know, it's really loud. There's never, not usually what, what's the cool thing in bowling? The, what is it? Like the neon nights? What is it? Uh, oh, cosmic, cosmic bowling. bowling. Yeah. Get out of here. Go play laser tag or Dude, something. It's like $4 pitchers and just like go to pizza. the bar. Yeah. But it's different. It's like something, something different about bowling alley pitchers I'd, of beer to where you I'd have no do... Like Go the ahead. was definitely the cheapest pitcher they could possibly find at whatever restaurant store they were at. Uh, it smells a little funny. And, yeah. And the, uh, and the like keg water. beer the, gives you the a lines headache. Probably aren't clean. Yeah, yeah. That's part of the experience. I can't. I'd, I'd rather do like foaling or something like that. That's fun. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Nah, I'm not into that. Eh, whatever. No, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a bowling you got a guy. bad shoulder or something. I do have a bad shoulder. Yeah, actually, thank you for bringing it up. Loser. Similar to the Michael Rasmussen or right. uh, Jared McIsaac yeah, right. injury, actually. Yeah. So, um, good for you. Thanks for bringing that up. You're, it's your turn. Go to a library or something. I do. Um, Sometimes. Okay. Virtual reality. How do you feel about it? Ooh, um, I've never really gotten into it. But I, I think I could always I think I think I could get into it. I don't really know. I I guess I guess expand, be more specific. Think about a day or a time in the future where, you know, it's a Sunday, kids are out doing something, 
you got some time on your hands and you're like, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to fire up whatever video console computer thing is in the future. And every game that you play is through like a virtual reality thing, or you can go into even think about sports. There's going to be virtuality cameras and you could buy it, put the headset on and your courtside NBA game or in an NHL game behind the bench or, you know? Yeah. That'd be really sick. Yeah. That would be really sick. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Think about the future of sporting events like the Super Bowl. They have two virtual reality cameras and what? Two million people can buy tickets for $50 a pop to put on a headset. Bada bing, bada boom. Now you're at the Super Bowl. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? All right. I, I'm, uh, I'm down with virtual reality. It would I, be, although I actually, actually, I don't necessarily know that I am. Because I think I could... Uh, it's the future of technology. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Which, which is a problem that I'm going to bring up. I have an addictive personality and I can see myself like, you know, mm-hmm. not being able Trust to me. tell what's real and what's not, you know. And then I'm, and then because I've spent six hours in the game. Yeah. That happens to me a lot where I'll like fire up Madden or NHL or whatever. And then mm-hmm. I like start going in franchise mode. And then that's when it really, really gets me. Cause I'm like, Oh, just simulate to the trade deadline. I'll just simulate to the, mm-hmm. you know, this, that, then I'll stop then I'll stop. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I could see myself getting lost in the game. Can't take the yeah. headset off. Gets like glued to my head. Some sort of dystopian nightmare. I've told numerous people the day that they come out with like a racing game that I could put on a hell of virtual reality thing. And I'm in like the cockpit or something like that. I'll quit my job. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be an issue. Oh, for sure. I, I swear to God, man. I'll take vacations just to do it. Well, yeah, that's really cool. All right. Are you playing Xbox right now? I can I can hear you uh, flicking the... Well, the, the, okay. the screen <clears throat> right. went yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to lose Thanks. it. Shout out, shout out to the listeners. Thank you, you for giving it. them your time. All right, whatever. You're Screw next. You <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, no, I just went with the virtuality thing. It's your turn. Oh, oh, that was okay. my last one. All right, perfect. Um... Shoot, I actually didn't really have one. Well, I have one for this. Okay, Nintendo Wii. How do you feel about it? Ooh, uh, Wii Sports. So what um, I do uh, every once in a while, did a couple times during the Roni shutdown, is I made, uh, it's like a tournament. Like you get like Wii Sports, you get, you know, Mario Kart is usually the other one. And then, you know, you just say best of five whoever gets you know first place gets as many points or if you're doing Wii sports you could do like a nine hole tournament in golf and then whoever wins that gets a point and then you know tennis and it's fun i do that all the time i love it i don't really go past you know i used to have like a call of duty game on mine yeah. and that was pretty cool um but i would say basically eh, besides Wii sports and mario karts kind of didn't never really branched out past there that's fair i think so the reason i asked that is because i just bought one today um and i think that's all i'm really going to use it for is like wii sports mario kart and then just like whatever silly little games i can find i I think i'm going to go to second and charles sometime on friday and pick up a game or two but that was actually so that was like the whole reason i wanted one was when the coronavirus hit and then like there was just no, we me and Marilyn got to a point where we were just like I I can't watch another movie or another show like mm-hmm. it just it 
got so boring. And I have been talking about getting one for the longest time. And then I mentioned it today to the right person and they knew somebody who was selling one. And I got a Wii, two controllers, two nunchucks, and four games for 50 bucks. No so way. pretty sweet. Well, pretty sweet. You. Just it all and it all came together in like 15 minutes. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, uh, my sister is looking to sell one. She'll be coming up later. And I'm like, sold. Perfect. Tell her to bring it. And uh yeah, I have a Wii now. Good I'm, for you, I'm really excited. So that's awesome. Uh yeah. That wraps up. How do you feel about a Friday? How do you how do you feel about this Friday? How do you feel about a Friday? How do you feel about uh, this Friday? How do you feel about a Friday? Sorry, I liked it. I, I think it was faster. a it was a it was a a bit of a slow burn, but I, I think I the final segment of this podcast is probably my favorite part yeah. of the week. Yeah, and we didn't uh, get as contentious this time. Usually, we're yelling at each other by the end of it. So yeah, it's been a long uh, day. It really has been a long day. It's been a long week, folks. Uh, oh, let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, we're going to be going Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I sure. really honestly am not sure what we have planned uh, at this <laughs> current point in time. So, yeah, just tune in. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Quick plug there, and we will definitely tweet out what we're going to talk about after we record on Sunday so you'll know exactly – uh, what you're going to be getting when you open up Monday's podcast. And we know you're going to open up Monday's podcast because uh, you guys are the best. We appreciate you. Uh, we continue to climb the charts. We continue to climb the rankings. And it's all thanks to you guys. So thanks to everybody uh, who took the time to listen this week, who took the time to fit us in, uh, in the mix of all of the other stuff that you were probably reading and watching this week. It means a lot to us. So we'll see excited. Uh, to see you again on the other side of this weekend. Have fun. Stay safe. We'll see you back here. Same time, same place. It's your team every day.